Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. (laughs) Schwarzenegger (laughs) is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Oh, oh, Ryback. Sorry, I went into... Oh, oh Ryback. Oh, Ryback. You silly it's goose. party poppers. Hey, buddy. You're, you're wrong, Ryback. You're wrong. <laughs> well, I huh. guess we'll just see what we'll see. How's it going, my friend? I'm great. And you've got a friend in the diamond business. And now you have a friend in the jewelry business. <laughs> the Shane Company. Oh, man. Yeah, we're talking about Under Siege still. We're on our Under Siege shit. Maybe we should do a podcast about the legacy of... Of the Shane Company. <laughs> is he dead? No, is man. He he's, still he's still alive. kicking. He's still Good making him. new commercials. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> In the Wait, meantime, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think we're here to talk about Under Siege. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. Should uh, we give a big shout out to all of our friends? Yeah. Shout out uh, to our loyal listeners who are listening on the OG feed. We love you the most. <laughs> secondarily... We like uh, anyone who's listening on the <laughs> no, last. No, we love you equally. We love all our children equally. Well, our last of the Action Heroes Podcast Network friends, we love you guys too. Um, thanks so much for listening. Like it really does mean a lot to me when I see yeah. listens from all over the world. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, so yeah, we're talking and we're on our under siege shit yeah, still. As we've said, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie. So it like, like talking did, to a complete, did novice. you watch any other Seagal movies? Nope. This is the first one I've ever seen. I didn't really watch any other ones other than this one. Yeah. I, so. I'm tr- I was trying to think if I'd ever seen a single other one of his movies and I don't know, like maybe my parents just didn't like Seagal. Did, did you watch a uh, executive decision? Which one was that? Kurt Russell one? That was the Kurt Russell and Halle Berry. They were like a plane was hijacked. And I don't I don't remember a lot about the plot, but I don't either. Seagal was in it a little bit. Like at the very beginning and he dies, right? He falls out of the plane or something. Yeah. The, when they were like docking a plane onto the plane, like that's dumb. We're refueling in midair. John some Leguizamo shit. and uh, and Kurt Russell and Man, others. John made Leguizamo, what a career that guy's had. Oliver Platt. Yeah, we love Oliver Platt. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so... So, no. No, I, this I, is it. This I, is my, I was not a big Seagal guy voyage. either. But he was, like... He's mentioned in that breath with those other big 90s action guys. I don't get it. I don't get it yeah, at all. me neither. Same. Because as we were discussing earlier, he is the weak link in this movie. He's like I mentioned about my, my read of Seagal. Terrible actor, right? Check. Which... That's the case for a few of the guys, right? Like Van Damme, not a great actor. Schwarzenegger, but Van not Damme's a great actor. got charisma. That's what I'm saying. But uh, Seagal, no charisma. Like at least, even uh, I don't know. I don't read a ton of charisma off Stallone, but like Schwarzenegger I, and Van Damme, big charisma. 
and handsome dudes, physical specimens, you know? Right. Seagal was none of that. There's something to recommend them in some way, but Steven Seagal is none of those. Like, Steven Seagal is the guy that you would hire to be, like, the bouncer in a nightclub scene. Yeah. And that's it. And Bruce Willis was, like, the the anti that, like, wasn't the physical specimen. Right. But he was tons of charisma. Yeah. Good actor. Right. You know, he just wasn't like the larger than life action guy. But Seagal was like, you get none, none of, of that it. with Seagal. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, like we said, it's, it's almost like this Orvitz guy or whoever found him. It was like someone dare. He's like, I guarantee I can make this guy a star for no reason. Right. But there's something about him. I guess. I don't know. It's we not said charisma. We, we said that he would probably be a successful cult founder. Yeah. He's convinced people that there's some wisdom surrounding him or right. something like that. Yeah, I don't get it, but... I don't know either. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> why don't you catch us up on what's going on the, on Under Siege? The, the details are that Chief Ryback, who we still don't know his background as yet, has been locked in a freezer by the bad guys who have taken over the ship. Mm. The guys who have taken over the ship have killed the captain, sealed the crew in the forecastle. Mm-hmm. Below deck, welded yep. the sh- <laughs> the thing shut. We know that somewhere there's a stripper knocked out on quaaludes or some stuff <laughs> in a cake. We imagine <laughs> um, the bad guys demonstrate the awesome firepower of the ship by shooting down an F-18 that came to look for the helicopter that they were all on earlier. Mm-hmm. And our hero breaks out of the meat locker, the fridge. <laughs> And kills two guards and is now armed and dangerous and skulking through the depths of the ship. And that's Absolutely. It. That's, that's it. You're spot on. Yeah. Spot on. Nailed it. So back somewhere on the mainland, I guess, there's this military situation room. It's filling up with a bunch of high ranking people. Right. Do you think the, those they're t- federal people? Do those. <laughs> yeah, this indeed. is a federal building. Do those types of rooms really exist? Like this big grand, it's like Doctor Strange. It's like Doctor, yeah, the war room. Yeah. Does that does that exist in your mind? I can't imagine. No, that because that's the situation real. room in the White House is like a dingy it's conference a little office, room. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like a long conference room. There's a long table so that all the people can sit around and disagree with one another. I agree. I feel like this is a movie creation. Yeah, it's huge. There's screens everywhere. So, yes, there's a man in a suit enters. That's Tom Breaker from the CIA. Right. He's being He's briefed. the Womack character in this movie. Womack. <laughs> you piece of shit. Why am I not surprised, you piece of shit? <laughs> He's being briefed uh, that they've received a call from a man claiming to be a former CIA operative that worked under Breaker by the name of William Stranix. Wilhelm Stranix. <laughs> Breaker's not happy to hear that name. Not good. Now, the man not in charge good. is Admiral Bates. Mm-hmm. He lays into Breaker, telling him, he, you better help us defuse this shit. That's the same dude that was like the evil undersecretary and eraser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, never has a guy looked more like a high-ranking military or government official yeah, than he this looks like, guy. He looks like a CEO or the chairman of some board of a Absolutely. corporation that's here to take all your shit. So... They patch Stranix through to the Situation Room. He says, you know, any ships or aircraft that come within 100 miles of the Missouri, they're going to kill the whole crew, and they'll launch the ship's entire arsenal. 
Sweet. Yeah, man. Several warheads. So then Breaker casually asked Stranix, like, what's going on? Bill, what's going on? (laughs) He's like, oh, hi, Tom. Oh, hi, Tom. (laughs) That's a fucking killer. It's badass. Oh, hi, Tom. Uh, Stranix says, what's going on is we've got 32 Tomahawk missiles under my thumb, and there's nothing you can do about it but alert the media. So That's also true. Breaker says, you know, but yeah, but you don't have the launch codes. Oh, really? Stranix says, oh, let me take a wild guess and rattles them off. So is that what came off that disc? Yeah. Okay. Breaker is like, this is insane. <laughs> Stranix is like, well, be careful with that word, Tom, please. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good, man. Tommy Lee Jones is a fucking treasure, dude. He is. But the Admiral steps in, asks why Stranix is doing this. Stranix oh, says, hi, Admiral. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah, he, oh, says, he says, oh, hi, Admiral. Stranix says, six months ago, Tom Breaker canceled Operation Cleopatra, and then he sent a couple of nice guys from Langley to try to cancel me along with it. Stranix verifies, you know, I sent you the, the men's... You received the fingers, tr- didn't you? You received the trigger fingers in the mail, didn't you? Tom? That, sh- that shit was fucking grim. Yeah. Dude, so that sounds like... That shit should be its own movie. Yeah. I want to watch that movie. Yeah, that would be awesome. Whatever's going on. But Breaker says, you know, I know this must be a chaotic time for you. Stranix goes on this unhinged rant about, like, UV light waves are just the beginning. We got an inch of topsoil left. Deforestation, sexually transmitted diseases. The depleted gene pools. It it adds up to oblivion, pal. (laughs) (laughs) So... Breakers, (laughs) Breakers, that's <laughs> nuts, Wake dude. up, Tom. You, yeah. you know and I know that chaos and bedlam are consuming the entire world. The military officials and Breaker are, like, dismayed. But then we see Stranix's end, and, like, everyone's sort of giggling, like, maybe this is just a performance. Yeah, like, Krill and Colm are, like, dying laughing. Is the idea that, like, I will make them think I'm a crazy person yes. without a real plan? Yes. Well, it's like to die lull, hard. Yeah, to lull them into a false sense of security. You gotta release the, the members of the Asian Dawn. <laughs> Asian Dawn. Asian Dawn. I saw them in Time Magazine. Exactly, dude. So they're misdirecting the authorities from, like, your real agenda with this subterfuge. Right. So I think it's breakers. Like, what are you planning to do? It's like, well, do you realize that whatever I do is inevitable? Can we agree on that? Well, not necessarily. Stranix then tells Breaker that none of your chicken shit psychological ploys are going to work. He's giving off great madman vibes, I feel like. Breaker tries to then to go along with Stranix. Stranix says, you know, between... Look, between... Yeah, he he drops some serious (laughs) character exposition here. He's like, between Annapolis, Vietnam, War College, and so on... I feel like I missed out on the 60s. <laughs> it's if so I could have been it's there, unhinged. If I could have been there to make my contribution, everything would have worked out fine. Uh, I guess Stranix is now trying to keep a straight face. Like he himself is yeah, making dude, himself laugh. He is killing it. Breaker tells him we can't relive the 60s. That movement is over. And then Stranix is like, yes, of course. It's the name movement. It moves a certain distance and then it stops. Revolution gets his name by always coming back around in your face. <laughs> you tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. So welcome to the revolution. Awesome. Like, I feel like it was nice writing as yeah, well. Yeah, it's good writing. Like, and Tommy Lee Jones, of course, kills it. Yeah. So Stranix orders the radio to cut off. Breaker laments, you know, this Stranix, he's clearly gone yeah, off Yeah, he's the lost it. The Admiral wants a full inventory of all the weapons that are on board that ship. Everyone starts making their frantic phone calls. 
back on board the Missouri. Krill, Stranix, and the rest are just laughing at Stranix's charade. The dudes, I love that the actors are clearly like having a fun time uh-huh. making the movie. I, I don't know who it is. It's like, do you think they believed you? And he's like, I don't know. They probably think I'm crazy, probably cool paranoid, something like that. Stranix then orders the launch of some short yeah, range Pitt, missile. It says we've got a harpoon locked and seems eager to blow something up. I don't know what they shot it. But the, harp- yeah, they- the harpoon is an all-weather, over-the-horizon anti-ship missile. Okay, so they launched this missile. They hit some sort of an installation on some island that must have been pretty close to where they were. Right. Um, but it knocks Ryback out. hears it. Yeah, all they the hear the missile the launch. Will hear it. Anyway, Breaker is confused by the logic of whatever they blew up. He says they knocked out like the satellite observation. Yeah, observation island, and it's uh, effectively blinded the military dudes. Breaker's confused by the logic of this because he says they can still track the ship's movement from right. Pearl Harbor. On a phone call, we hear like this one dude, I guess the White House guy. Yeah, he's like, like on the Joint the Chiefs or something like that. Wake up, with the, president. Wake up the president. Yeah. On the Missouri... The welding crews are assembling this part of, I don't know, some sort of railing system that's going on through the yeah. ship. I can't tell what it is, but it's a bunch of like rebar that they're like yeah. welding together. I love the um, the voiceover from whoever's Not like rebar. the foreman down there. Uh, eye bars. Yeah, eye bars. Thank you. Yes. Or eye beam. Yeah. Whatever it is. I like the dude down there, the foreman. The man's turning angry. <laughs> the man is turning angry. He says, like he what plugged, does that mean? Yeah, you know, like he said it in Spanish and then plugged it into Google Translate. The, man, out, is the man is turning angry. Time is money on this deal. <laughs> the man is turning angry. <laughs> Who is the man? Stranix? I, uh, yeah, I guess. probably Stranix. So Stranix and Krill, they come down to inspect the progress. It's, dude, and almost a weird sort of foreshadowing. The foreman down there warns them, like, watch your heads, because Krill almost, like, walked right into the beam. Oh, okay. And then remember uh, later in The Fugitive, oh, yeah, Joey yeah, yeah. Pants got taken out by the su- fucking eye beam in, the, That's in right. the dry cleaner's That's office. That's right. Or whatever the fuck. The hotel's, like, laundry. Why were there eye beams? I know one knows. Don't worry about it. I like does like does all of this relate to the earlier comments Tranix made about chopping up Broadway? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah clearing they're out assembling something. We don't is. know what's going on okay. exactly yet. But a supervisor down there, he says, you know, don't worry, we should be up and running within the hour. Krill and Stranix seem delighted by this. Yeah, Things are we, going smoothly. We also have seen like Ryback is under the floor listening to some Right, of the fly in the ointment. That's right. The monkey in the wrench. The pain in the ass. So they hear this low booming sound now, and Krill says that's his beloved crew. Yeah. Cut to the men in the forecastle. They're pounding against the hull of the ship, presumably to make some noise, like, I don't know, to be heard by some passing ship. I think they're doing SOS. I think so, too. But it's kind of like, I guess they don't know that the authorities are already aware that some shit's going on. Right. So it seems like it's getting dark outside now. The ship is gliding through the water. Inside, Rybeck is exploring the ship. He comes across the massacre and the mess. Dead bodies are still everywhere. Yeah. He walks through, shoves aside the huge silk cake that's like blocking the doorway. Oh, it just like rolls away. Yeah. We're going to get to the many ways in which this doesn't make a lot of sense in a minute. Okay. But I can't wait to talk about it because all of this, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> so the cake, it bumps into like a couch. It lights up. Music starts playing. Jordan Tate, she pops out of the cake wearing an officer's hat, officer's jacket, and a G-string. She has been in there for hours. 
Oh, we're going to get to it. There was gunfire. She slept through all of that. There were people killed. People have been yelling. A missile was launched. Like, oh, don't worry about it. No, <laughs> and like, the gun shot down a plane. Have, she is a professional. She stayed in that cake. What a professional. <laughs> I have notes on this. But yeah, she pops out, does a little strip tease with her eyes closed before Ryback stops her and tells her, you know, shut the music off. How did no one hear that music? There was also the scene ends with this weird shot of like Ryback coming at her with his arm out like he's going to grab a handful. I think it was like maybe supposed to be like helping her out of the cake, but it did look uh-huh. it, it looked menacing. So like 10 to 12 year old Kevin definitely remembers this scene well. Though. I was like, this would have been about the first time that I was really discovering that boobs are cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're I'm pretty like, oh, neat. Damn. So I read this amazing bit of trivia that this movie was like a huge success on the rental market. And makes sense. I read that all the tapes, though, were wearing out, like, and breaking on this particular, like, part in the movie. Because there was so much rewinding and pausing. Purrs. <laughs> Purrs. That's so, pretty awesome. So Ryback, perverts. Ryback takes Jordan back to, I don't know if this was where he sleeps. It seemed like his cabin. I thought so, too, because he starts changing clothes and stuff in there. He knows where everything in the room is. So Jordan is tearfully asking what's going on. What's up with all the dead men out yeah, there? Not some, not bad acting from. No, she from was solid. Erica El, uh, Elianic here. Or Elianiac. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. However you say. So, <laughs> so Ryback wants to know, who are you? What are you doing here? She introduces herself. I'm Jordan Tate. I missed July 1989. <laughs> I was hired to jump out of the cake. I took some pills and I fell asleep. He's, he's like, what? What kind of babbling bullshit is this? Which was a pretty good reading yeah. from Seagal. Yeah. She's like, I'm an actress. I did have a Hunter episode. That's badass. <laughs> Do you remember Hunter was what you like? It comes on on Saturday after the cartoon. So you turn the TV off. Syndicated like Turn action. that shit off. Yeah. I did a Hunter episode in a wet and wild video. I'm an actress. <laughs> <laughs> My agent told me I was just going to come and jump out of the cake. So she, she's like, yeah, I thought she did a good job in this scene. So a side effect of taking too much Dramamine is apparently severe drowsiness. Uh huh. Yeah. So can it could be. But are we meant to also are we meant to think that Krill drugged her? No, I she you took think too it was many. Just Dramamine. Yeah, he gave her Dramamine, and unless it was like, like <sighs> he said, take two of these, and she took what? Oh, a handful. Yeah, I feel like it would have eight Dramamine. She'd still be asleep. They're I, like. I feel like it would make sense for her to him to drug her, but I think it was just Dramamine. Yeah. So is the idea that she got, this is where I'm fucked up. The idea is that <laughs> she got, she took all the pills. She got naked and got in the cake uh-huh. and then passed out. And like the gunfire didn't disturb her. Like at it some wasn't point, until the cake hit the thing that she was like, <laughs> at some uh-huh. point, at some point she woke up and it was dark and co- completely quiet. And she's just like, I guess I'm just going to wait. That's what I said. She's a professional. <laughs> she is a, I'm waiting for her. She's a cue. fucking pro. It's like the the quietest party ever. <laughs> but I'm just going to wait in this cake. Who in, knows? Indefinitely. Because everyone's hiding in the dark waiting for the captain to come yeah, down. Man. Maybe he's really slow. Plus she was sleepy. So Maybe it was that she was fast asleep until the cake jostled. And then she's like, Meh. And then pop out like and start just shaking hit, titties. Hit, hit play and jump up. And <laughs> anyway. That was a weird song anyway. That yeah. song is also burned in my mind just from <laughs> watching this scene. 
200 yeah, times I as a 12 year old <laughs> i wondered i was like did did what's his face give her quaaludes but i think it was just i think it was I just know, dramamine. Like one dramamine and i'm like uh two i'd be asleep it's yeah. like taking benadryl so ryback asked how many men were on the helicopter with you she says i don't know but it was full that's like a fair answer from a non-expert yeah ryback asked where where the crew is she said she doesn't know she didn't see anything and ryback gives her a tough time he's like so you didn't see anything, you didn't hear anything, and you don't remember anything. But she insists, like, I'm not a part of whatever yeah, this is. Yeah, she's like, I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, but you have to believe me. And so Ryback she doesn't says, know anything. Ryback says, I believe you. How would it even make sense that she's involved? It doesn't, but he's got to suspect. Think, one terrorist in the cake. I think he's got to suspect everything. Though, at this point. Sure. So she wants to know, you know, are you special forces guy? Like, what's going on? He's like, I'm just a cook. Just a lowly, lowly, just a lowly, cook. lowly cook. Say, oh, oh my God, God we're, we're going to die. We're gonna die. <laughs> this is a good scene. She, it was good for she, her. She hasn't had a lot to do so far, but she's making the most of her scene time. Back in the Situation Room, they're going through the inventory of the ship's weaponry. We got cruise missiles. Yeah, well, they got 40,000 20 millimeter rounds for that um, Sea Whiz, the gun that shot the plane yeah. down. Which is spot on like terminology. Yeah. Um, that took the chopper down and they've got a thousand over a thousand 16 inch shells mm-hmm. and then the rest of the shit. They got 32 Tomahawk missiles, eight of those with nuclear warheads right. on them. The Admiral demands to know how does Stranex get to ha- such a fucking high position in the CIA breaker is like, well, our top covert operatives, they're under tremendous stress and they're very creative. They're creative thinkers. Yeah. Fucking probably is true to be honest. Yeah. So, it was during this scene that I noticed that Breaker is wearing huge rings on his fingers, like ornate rings, like the type of shit that fucking you'd wear if you were a rock, like Guns N' Roses See, or fucking Motley Crue. I remember growing up and going to Mount Zion Baptist Church in Jasper, Georgia, that older men wore several rings. I remember these guys, it would be like a, an assortment of like a wedding ring, a Masonic ring. They're like Mason ring. And then some of these dudes just had a big ass ring with like a gold nugget on it. Like it's just like decorative gold jewelry. And it's like, and they'd have like three or four rings on. And I was like, huh. This dude was rocking some pinky ring that was like braided silver. And so I'm just like, you're fucking weird breaker. I don't know what's going on with you. You got a weird vibe about you, but. The White House guy in there, he asked, well, how how they take control of the battleship? Breaker says, that's fucking uh, Stranix's specialty. Breaker tells him about how Stranix and his team of mercenaries had hijacked and sank a North Korean submarine a year earlier. Mm-hmm. The Admiral is dismayed that the U.S. government has been financing Stranix's quote-unquote private army, which I'm guessing then the whole squad of dudes he has yeah. is like his team of mercenaries. It's like Ed Harris and The Rock. Absolutely. So Breaker says, you know, once we realized that we'd lost control of Stranix, they tried to neutralize him, but I guess they missed. Yeah. So the White House guy is like, well, how do we know that the submarine was sunk? Breaker says, but we're positive. We're positive. So, of course. White, White House guy's like, yeah, okay, sure. So cut to submarine yeah. <laughs> cruising through the water. They established radio contact with the Missouri and confirmed their plans to rendezvous. I like the call signs. It was like Tweety Bird and Roadrunner. Roadrunner, this Tweety Bird. Have you seen Wiley Coyote <laughs> or whatever? Um, and I think it was Krill asked Stranix, you're the Roadrunner? 
He's like, yeah, never been caught. Me, 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 me. Good fucking thank God for Tommy Lee Jones. Because yep. I feel like this movie would be in bad shape if you had had a shit actor in that Agreed. part. Agreed. So just then a goon arrives, tells Stranix, you know, the two men that you sent down to the galley, they never checked in. Stranix yeah, is I like. Wait, 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 wait. Like just now, like that happened fucking ages ago. Yeah. But the goon says that they've only been trying to radio those guys for the past five minutes. Maybe it's like a check-in every 30 minutes. Every 30 that minutes? Have? That seems ludicrous. Know. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I agree with you. It, it is insane that they wouldn't be like a check-in every five or ten minutes. Right. I think they. I feel like they felt like shit was under control. Right. But yeah, those dudes have been missing for a minute. Like, where were they? If not... They knew, they knew where they were. They should have been back at their posts. Like Wherever we'll that back, was. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Can you get back to your repelling station, please? <laughs> Take up your, We need you back on the fish station. Yes, we need you carving the roast beast <laughs> on, the, on the mess deck or whatever. <sighs> but, um, yeah, they. so Stranix is pissed. Krill is like, I told you, you should have sent more men. Elsewhere, Ryback is urging Jordan to hide in this locker. She's like begging, please don't leave me here. So Ryback is telling her it's the safest possible place. He shuts her in there. First of all, why is he trying to stuff her in the locker instead of just telling her, like, stay in this cabin? Hide under the bed. Take some pills. Get like tell her to sleep it off. Let it blow over. <laughs> but second, why would she why would she not want to stay far away from the act? Same. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, can I just stay in this cabin? I'll close the door, lock it. It's not a place of any importance. I'm going to wait here until this whole thing blows over. Yeah, exactly. But so she's loudly like banging on the metal locker. Again, how how is no one hearing this? That shit was loud. Yeah. So Ryback opens the door, tells her, you know, if they hear you, they're going to come down here and kill both of us. So be quiet. He says and slams the door in her face, which was kind of funny. Very funny. Jordan resumes banging on the locker door. Ryback opens it back up. She says, I hate being alone. And he's like, well, do you hate being dead? Cut Fair to point. Shadow, Krill, Stranix, and Cole Meany. And some <laughs> more guys. Cole Meany. And yeah, more goons. They're working their way down to Cole the Cole Meany with a mean buzz by this time. Yo, he's fucking Cole Meany, he's, like, he's annihilated. <laughs> he's drinking a whole bottle of champagne. He barely stand up. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. I've got a gun. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the goons are all down there in the galley. Then we cut back to the good guys and Ryback is like yeah, right. forcefully giving Jordan new clothes. Put those on. Put those on. Here's an assault rifle or a mini, <laughs> a submachine gun. What? Here's how it works. Keep that shit on semi-auto. One, one trigger pull is one shot. Uh. Tells her, you know, if you're going to stick with me, you're going to have to be invisible. I all honestly, they feel like this was some decent acting from Zagal when yeah. he's giving her the rundown of how yeah. to work the gun and everything. So now the bad guys, they're in the darkened galley. Stranix is like, turn those lights back on. Krill points them towards the circuit breaker. The power flips back on as Stranix is examining the body of that one dude with the knife in his throat. Mm-hmm. Like the man who did this is a professional. Immediately. Sees Expert it, it, assessment. Yeah. So uh, Stranix wants to know who Ryback is, why he's loose on this battleship. Fair questions. Stranix and Krill get in like a little bit of a pissing match about your battleship. Yeah, Krill like takes tar- umbrage with that. And he's like, you wouldn't even be on this ship if it wasn't for me. He's a cook. Plain and simple. This and then, is not uh, the work says, of a this cook. This is not the work of a cook. He says and like whips the knife out of the dude's throat. And is like is waving like in that, his like, face. The noise when he like pulls <laughs> it out of the dude's throat. Yeah, but can he move like me? 
<laughs> it's like the, the the sound of flesh ripping when he pulls the knife. Absolutely. Ugh. So Krill is like, Ryback came on board with the captain. He's a cook. He's good with cooking yeah, knives. I know, I this know is his, not a cooking knife. Yeah, I know his routine front and back, and he's good with cooking knives. It's Absolutely. Like, um, Krill is like, in my expert opinion, or my professional opinion, he's a military reject in command of a galley. I love the way like BC just cranked it yeah. up there. So just then, the microwave starts beeping. Everyone fucking is like, oh, shit. That can't be back. good. The microwave explodes spectacularly. Yeah, big explosion. Kills one guy, sets the galley on fire. That dude was like, like a face full of shrapnel. Yeah, that it was, was nasty. Uh, Krill is like, what was that? And the, uh, it was a bomb, like, jackass. It was a bomb, you jackass. He used the microwave as a detonator. Stranix orders one of his men to secure this area. Uh, whatever. If you see any signs of Ryback, call for backup. Do not engage. That's smart. Smart, right? Stranix tells Krill, I want to see Ryback's personnel file. I, I, I would like to see the ship's personnel file on this plain and simple cook. We <laughs> got these goddamn fires. He mad. Tommy Lee Jones is fucking pissed, dude. So back in the situation room. Captain Dale Die. Yeah, hell yeah, you brief. legend. <laughs> yes, dude. Fucking Dale Die. I feel like, dude, such a natural actor. I, I feel he like is he's not like, an actor, but he's a natural. Yeah, he's just good on screen. And it's like, I want you to deliver these as you would deliver them were this the actual situation, Absolutely. which is what acting is. It and is, he's like, he's like, he's I like, can do that. I, I can am, fuck that. I am a soldier. I am that guy. Yeah. He's so think, good. He got his start in the business as the like the technical advisor on Platoon, mm-hmm. fucking killer. And he was that's an actor an okay in Platoon. Yeah, he's also been just in countless military movies. I feel like he was in. I always remember everything. from Band of Brothers. Yeah, Band of Brothers, fucking Saving Private remember Ryan. Remember Amato Karahi. He's amazing. So yeah, he's a real veteran. I feel like he was a real Vietnam vet. Uh, he just has this authentic military presence about him, and he's got that voice, dude. Yeah, I've got that. Hey, hey, we'll uh, leave the light on for you. But his is a little more. He sounds more more like this. It's an old fashioned yeah. voice. Something about it. But it sounds authoritative. But yeah, so Dale Die. He's briefing the the group that there's a plan to assault the Missouri using a helicopter. We're yeah. going to take out the ship's weapon systems. Then we're going to insert a SEAL team. SEAL Team Five. They're going to retake the, the best ship. there is. SEAL Team Five is the best there is. I feel like SEAL Team Six is like the money, though. Yeah. Well, now they are. Now they Who are. Who knows if oh, SEAL, SEAL Team, team six. Five got wiped out in this movie? Spoiler alert. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe that really happened. This is historical. Historically this is, accurate. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but basically... Dale Dye bluntly tells the guys, like, look, if Stranix is organized and ready, the odds of success are not good. Or shit. On this. So the Admiral says, this is our best chance to save the crew and retake the ship intact. He says, if we fail, we're going to be forced to launch an airstrike and destroy the ship. I love that Dale Dye is like, we'll get her back for you, sir. Such a fucking, like, just an authentic human being Mm -hmm. in the room. I feel like that's probably also accurate. Like, yeah. We're going to sink this motherfucker if we can't yeah. think about it. We have oh, to. totally. We have totally. no choice. We'll, we'll kill a thousand men or 500 or ha- you know, whatever the skeleton and, crew and, is. And maybe set off some nuclear warheads in the, Fuck. in the, in the, uh, oh, why can't I think of the word process? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. I smell toast. <laughs> so back in the command center, Cole Meany is saying, you know, we've nearly got the crane built. Krill enters, tells them, 
Ryback's file was hidden in the captain's safe that Ryback was a formerly a Navy SEAL. The goddamn cook's a the SEAL. The goddamn cook's a SEAL. From Colm. Love it. That delivery of that line is drilled into my head. I feel like that had to be in the trailer of the movie. The goddamn cook's a SEAL. So Krill reads from the file. Expert in martial arts, explosives, weapons, and tactics. Silver Star, Navy Cross, Purple Heart with Cluster. Stranix is just like pretty calm yeah. through all this. Krill says after a mission sort of went bad in Panama, Rybeck was demoted and could only hold the rank of a yeoman or a cook. How little did I know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shadow <laughs> enters, tells him we just lost two more men in the engine room. Oh, shoot. Right. Stranix tells Krill, you're supposed to review the file of every man aboard the ship. Krill goes fucking live wire. I know what I was told, I was but I, was I told. didn't have access to the cabin's file at that time. I love Busey, like, cranked that shit up. I love when he does that. So, on one hand, though, he's right. Yeah. Right? But on the other hand... You should have told your people, there's one guy on this boat that I'm not sure about. And just yesterday... like, let him in on it. And just yesterday, you heard, like, three times in 30 seconds that there was more to Ryback that than he was, meets the that eye. That he was super decorated. It's a robot in disguise. Yeah. Robot in disguise. So... Colmini locks and loads, says, I'm going to go take care of Ryback. I'll get this fucker myself. Oh, now calm down. Do you want to get killed? (laughs) I love it all. Well, yeah, what are you, an idiot? You're calling me an idiot? Yeah, I'm calling you an idiot. So there's tension on the team. The the (laughs) cracks are starting to form. It's great to watch, though, all these alpha, like alpha males butt heads is just fucking great, dude. Stranix takes control, orders everybody, like, look, roving patrols are going to sweep through the ship. We're going to keep Ryback contained to the lower decks. Right. Whatever. Everyone check in, all that type shit down below. Jordan is complaining Ryback's making her carry everything. Yeah. Listen, I support women's lib, don't you? Her hair perfectly styled with the little bangs poking through the, the, the baseball cap, the back of like the off kilter backwards cap. Stranix comes on the radio down there warning all the men there's a hostile loose aboard the ship. Do not pursue them into areas of the ship we do not control. Check in every five minutes. Switch over to the alternate frequency. Sounds like a solid plan. Yep, sounds good. Ryback tells Jordan, I'm a, I'll carry everything if you kill all the bad guys <laughs> that we come across. That's awesome. She says, I have a little rule about killing people. Actually, I have two rules. One, I don't date musicians. Solid and two, rule. I do not kill people. Yep. She's good. Yeah, she's, she's a solid good. performer. Yeah. He tells her, you know, look, hang back for a minute. I'm going to go through this hatch that's down on the floor and check things out. Cut to Ryback dropping down onto the deck of the ship. So I don't right. have no fucking clue where they were. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. They're in some sort of elevated um, area. Well, now. also they were like just in the room where all the fucking warheads were like the room where they keep all the missiles, <laughs> I guess. But uh, he like, he goes through that hatch and he's on the deck, but he's on the deck underneath a staircase. Yeah. I don't know what's happening yeah. or how they got to where they're at now, but Ryback's creeping around, creeps up on this one dude, kills him by like sweeping his leg and then chopping his throat. Yeah. Absolutely. Knife chop in the throat. We see the welders. They're busily building whatever the whatever fuck structure building. is going on in the exterior of the ship. Ryback is creeping along the railing out of sight. He retrieves this like rescue kit. I feel like the searchlight like went right over him. Like it, like it <laughs> shined on him. No one was paying attention. I guess. I guess not. I don't know. But 
he like then he pops into this small boat that's on the deck of the ship and he's like a life raft or something or life yeah boat. it's the it's the motor launch we'll yeah. come to find out but he opens this kit up which is like got this portable satellite unit in it's it. huge it's a big satellite dish does every ship keep one of these fucking satellite packs on the deck well i think from like now they don't because now you just need a like a spare like satellite phone I don't know what's happening here, but maybe they do. Maybe it was like this. Maybe this yeah, was sure. Like back in know. the day, that that's what they had. I mean, because as she says, it's sort of like a car phone. The car, yeah, it's yeah. just the. This was the early, the primitive days of like cellular satellite. Because it's got a dish attached to it, I which I'm, I'm not sure how. Up. I'm not sure how it amplifies the signal or catches a signal. Maybe it. Would it amplify the ships? I, I don't know how. I have the no clue works. what's happening. But he turns the shit on. We hear what sounds like like a phone dialing. Yeah, um, he's he's booting up Netscape. <laughs> so right back, he returns to wherever it was. Yeah, basically he he plugs up this radio. I don't know. It seems like he's got it connected to the device, right. In some fashion, he returns to where Jordan is. He's telling her she's very curious. Like, what the fuck are you what doing? What is that? What is it? He says it's a secure, it's a secure satellite uplink. And she says, "Oh, like, like a, a car, car phone. phone." Yeah, something like that. He whispers everything. This was the perfect role for Seagal because yeah. it made sense for every line to be whispered. You need to be quiet. So yeah, he like we hear that he hears that there are like voices on the line. Yeah. And then at that moment, there's a cut to the situation room. Right. Back in the situation room, the Admiral, he's received a note from somebody. It's hot. It's Admiral hot, sir. Admiral is asking Dale Dye, do you know a Casey Ryback? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He's a top hand on the teams. I wish he was with us for this mission. He's like, well, maybe he is. Hold on. He's called from to us from aboard the Missouri. It's, it's called like collect. Everyone's hot. They patch him through. They patch him right through. Business is about to pick up. Holy shit. That's where we're going to leave you for Holy now. Holy shit. Holy shit. <gasps> I can't wait to hear what happens next because I actually have not watched have the not rest watched of this movie. this point? No. no. Oh, dude. A Isn't lot it fun? of killing is going to happen. to talk to a novice about this? It's kind of fun, right? I love this. Yeah, it's interesting. Because <laughs> okay. as I was watching it, I was like, "There's there have been a few like plot holes. Well, not plot holes even, but like inconsistencies or goofs and things like okay. that. But as far as the movie is concerned... It's entertaining. It's tight. Keeping your interest? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. That's all we want from yeah. a movie like this. Yeah. It's all, you can, hold your it's all you can hope for. That's the best you can hope for, especially <laughs> when you're dealing on a, on a knockoff of something else. Yeah. Let's do Die Hard on a Battleship. Yeah. Any movie where there's a one, one man taking on a small army in a confined space, then you got Die Hard on a blank. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's where we're going to leave you. For now. Oh my god, how how will I go on? The body count's really about to start picking up. Oh, I'm up excited. Here. I'm very excited because <laughs> because I will say for as much as has happened, there hasn't been a ton of action. I mean, and the action that has happened has been very fleeting. We're way past halfway at this point mm-hmm. and like they've only just now I guess realized that they've got a, the flying the ointment is loose on the boat. Yeah. Well, even in the first chapter it's like it all we did was get the bad guys through the front door and that was that was pretty much yeah, all that happened. Absolutely. And so it's, yeah, I'm excited to it's see kind how it accelerates how from here. should be. Yeah. Like you spend more than half of it just setting all the pieces in place. Uh-huh. And then you let the shit pop off. Yeah. Yeah. So John's sleepy. A little bit. <laughs> I only slept like four hours last night. Why? 
Oh, because I drink too much. <laughs> okay. I stayed up till like 2 a.m. <laughs> Thinking about fucking, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> watching, no, what was it? Watching Willow. Uh, no, I, I, um, I placed third in, a, in the first round of a writing competition, so I got a little bit amped, and so I was up watching like Cabinet of Curiosities and Willow mm. and uh, Bad Batch and... Caught How is Bad Batch? It's, I mean, if you is love it, Star Wars, you'll love fuck, Bad Batch. I gotta watch But that. it's like watching Bad Batch is like, if you love Andor, you'll like Bad Batch because it's like, it's very little of the, like the Jedi mysticism. It's more like espionage thriller, like that kind of thing. I'm into it. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very entertaining. I think you would dig the animated, like anyone who's a Star Wars fan would like the animated series. Well, <laughs> that's... That's, that's where neither we, here nor there. That, that's where we leave you, <laughs> dear listeners. Yeah, my friends. Daniel A. Lewis, we appreciate it. Uh, Helen Mirren, thank you for the <laughs> Christmas card. I think Tilda Swinton and, and Kate Blanchett are also listeners now. Yep. I, I was very excited to see that they had subscribed. They Dude, dropped me. They hit me up in the DMs. I'm going to look on social media and see if Cole Meany is active on social media. We He's fucking the fucking should. man. He's awesome. He's so good. I don't even understand it, what it is about the animal magnetism of Cole Meany. I think that it, he's just because he looks, well, he's Irish first and foremost, and he's surly. And he just kind of has this like unkempt, like vicious. Yeah. Like you were talking about Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. And I feel like one of the characters' name is, is Colm. Oh, Col- really? Colm. Colm. Yeah, Colm. That makes sense. I can't wait to watch that movie. Yeah, dude, you got to get on that show. I will do it. Not tonight. I'm going to see Golden Globe winners. That's right. Several of them. Absolutely. Martin McDonough is awesome. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's <laughs> that's episode three of this series. We hope you guys are enjoying it. And if you're not, well, I guess tough shit. Tough, tough shit. You Fuck got a couple you. more episodes to go, but I promise you, you're going to enjoy it because everything about this you won't be sorry for long you won't be sorry for long that's a great (laughs) policy all right boys and girls and ladies and friends we'll sign off and we'll be back